Hey folks, Andrew Packer here and welcome to Trading Tips. Today I want to talk about one of the best investments that you can possibly make and the best strategies to growing your wealth over time. Now, I mean, hey, for a trading channel, that sounds great. So let me just start off and just give you a fair warning. We're talking dividend investing. Now, for some people, they, they look at that and they think, uh, dividends, that's too boring. I want to trade options. I want to try to find that next company that's going to make me, you know, 10,000% returns. I want to find that, that next Microsoft and that next Walmart. And the fact of the matter is that, yeah, those companies did great when they were small and they grew very quickly. And when they went public, they needed the public to, to earn money. That's the stage they were in that made them such great growth companies. But as soon as there was a Walmart in every town and everyone had a copy of Windows for their computer, that growth slowed. It didn't completely go away, but you know, as that slowed, the company's growth prospects slowed as well, but they still had a tremendous amount of cash flow coming in. That's what allowed these companies to become dividend payers, and that's made them a little bit different than, than a growth company, so the growth investors went on to the next thing. But it's, it's allowed value investors to come in and to use the power of dividends to begin growing their wealth over time in a very different way as well. So let's just think about it this way, using the math. If you have $100 of a stock that pays a 5% dividend, you're going to get $5 per year. Now I know that's definitely not exciting. You can barely order off the dollar menu a few times a year for that. But over time, that can become incredibly powerful, especially if you reinvest those dividends, because let's face it, if you're investing money, you probably don't need any dividends that you get right away. During your working years, you might have 20, 30, 40 years or longer to let this power compound for you. So in the second year, instead of $100, now you'd have $105 making 5%. That, that turns your $5 into like $5.50. It's, you know, it's not that much better, but you know, over time, by about year 20 or 30, that's where you're going to start seeing much bigger market performance and where your average annual return, if you look at the overall return, is actually gonna do a lot better than just investing in the stock market or just doing a lot of rapid options trading or anything like that, where you might have an incredibly good year, but also some incredibly bad years. Much like the story of the tortoise and the hare, you know, this is, uh, it's the tortoise. It's slow and steady, but over time, it's going to win the race. And, you know, I'll admit, when I was first investing uh, in individual stocks, I was looking for dividend payers, in part for this reason. When I grew up, living across the street from me, there was this kind of quintessential little old lady who was sweet. You know, she let me wash her car for a few bucks or uh, sort through her 40 years of accumulated change to find old silver coins and other such things that, you know, young me was looking to do to raise capital because I was young and I liked the idea of investing in my money, making money for me. And I found out one day that she had a post office box and she did that because she was a third generation shareholder of one of the big tobacco companies and that's where she wanted her dividend checks to go so that they would be you know, in a safe place where she would get to them rather than just sitting out in her mailbox. And what really drove this story home about dividend investing for me over the years comes uh, from a small town from upstate Florida. It's called Quincy. And back in the 1920s, a banker there actually encouraged a number of its residents to buy shares in a company that had just fallen by 50% from its highs. It was a recent IPO, but it was also a company that was already starting to pay dividends. That company was called Coca-Cola. And I mean, a century ago, you would have thought, you know, hey, maybe Coca-Cola's played out, they've already gone public, you know, everyone who wants one has one. But this banker noted that no matter how poor someone was, they would still spend a nickel to get a can of Coke and enjoy a Coke. So he encouraged people to, to buy shares. And he also, as a banker, very unusual, you wouldn't really see this today, he encouraged people to take out loans to buy shares. 
And this small town of about 8,000 people accumulated over 67 millionaires and at one point had the highest per capita income of any city in the U.S. It got that town through the depression when the, uh, the local you know, agricultural based economy had some crop issues, got them through it with the Coca-Cola dividends. So that is the true power of being able to invest and, and reinvest your wealth. So even though Coca-Cola came out in 1919 at about 40 a share and it dropped to around 20 initially, you know, one of those shares uh, with all the stock splits and dividends reinvested all the way would be worth about $11 million in today's money. So again, if you had bought more than one share, you know, if you had a relative who bought 100 shares, you know, and they had to split it between a lot of different kids, the banker who encouraged those folks to invest in those shares in the 1920s had two wives and 18 children, and he gave each of them a million dollars worth, mostly from those Coke shares. So again, you know, dividend investing, when you think about the timeframes involved, it can actually become a lot more exciting than just options trading here and there and, and making a couple of gains and a couple of losses. And yeah, I do a lot of that. And you can come out ahead doing that over time as well. But for the amount of time and money involved, dividend investing will beat the pants off of those strategies over time. And then one final thought about dividend investing, the government wants you to do it too. That's because there's one number that's incredibly important with dividend investing relative to anything else. And that is this number, 15. That's what you're gonna pay in taxes on your dividends. You're gonna pay 15%. And depending on what tax bracket you're in, you might not even have to pay money on those dividends. Or if you're using a dividend investment strategy in a tax deferred account like an IRA, Roth IRA, you're not gonna pay any money on those dividends either. So the best thing about that is capital gains rates are way higher. They're usually at your personal income rate, which can be as high as 39, 40%. And rates will change over time up and down, but the fact that dividend rates are the lowest really make this the best investment game in town over the long term. So we'll be taking a look at what I'm looking for in a dividend investment and how I can get this compounding power working for me and working for you. And, you know, occasionally what other opportunities there are with some of the higher yield plays out there and, and things like that. So that will end uh, this edition of Trading Tips. I'm Andrew Packer, wishing you good trading and good financial health.